You're listening to a Count Out Pod. That's not the theme song. This is Amanda Bones. And I'm Ashley. And this is How to Talk to Your Friend About Wrestling, episode 46. Um, everybody, I need you to grab a box of tissues and maybe a letter that was written to you in high school from your crush, because we're going to cover GCW's emo fight. It's fucking emo fight. <laughs> so be prepared to just cry and probably fight us on what emo is or is not we're gonna try to not girl boss gatekeep (laughs) but you know what (laughs) we're also old ladies so we're allowed to we are old ladies (laughs) um yeah when i saw that they were doing this i was like oh fuck yeah i i know that it's i figured it was gonna be a lot of my my chemical romance which fine that's what the children love um but yeah I was really excited I was excited when they did an emo fight um I also kind of figured it would be a lot of my chemical romance which just lets me know that like any wrestler in any part of this is too young for me I was okay so they did say something um in one of the matches and I was shocked to find out how young someone was because I did not realize how young they were. They're like 24, 25, even younger in some of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I am 10 years older than that. Yeah, we're very old ladies. Um, we're very old. <laughs> we are very old at this point. <laughs> so our, our threshold for emo is maybe a little bit skewed, slightly older but <laughs> yes. I would say that a fair amount of the bands that were chosen for e- this emo fight were considered a little bit more on the screamo side of things. Sure, sure. Even maybe a little pop punky. Little and pop punky. This isn't even just personal opinion based. We have a fact checker called isthisbandemo.com. Yes, we can <laughs> we consulted the authority, which is um the wonderful people at Washed Up Emo. If you have not listened to them, it's a great <laughs> podcast. And um, I forget the dude's name, but he makes wonderful mixes on Spotify. If you're into some actual like emo deep cuts, <laughs> so, go check them out. Yeah, it's Washed Up Emo. But um, yeah, is this band emo.com? They'll give you a little bit of sass with everything that you look up, and you'll be surprised as to what bands are emo and what bands are not. And then also, he has a few other websites like Is This Band Punk and Is This Band Metal, I think, or Hardcore. Okay. Hardcore is the other one. Oh, because that's always a questionable one, too. Yes. So fun. Yeah. Okay, we'll try not to ge- gatekeep too hard. Yeah. Um, GCW is amazing and I wish that they just stayed in LA all the time so that I could go to everything yeah I want to say I wanted to go to this as well they also um I think they only put out two shirts but Allie Catch and Effie put out two fucking amazing shirts Allie Mm -hmm. made my favorite of all time because I I mean Jesse Lacey did some shitty stuff that we found out about later but one of my favorite bands growing up was brand new it was the <laughs> turmoil that was brand new versus taking back sunday and ally catch made a spoof shirt that had her on the side and it said ally catch rings are for lockups not breakups yes something and like that I, I fuck and then she put like the last of them up on her 
site and I missed out on them and I was super fucking bummed. So damn it. Uh, it's whatever. Um, and then Effie did a spoof on an under oath shirt, which, um, Fuck my first, my first, my first thing is under oath is not an emo band. <laughs> so <laughs> that's my first thing for you guys today. Under not an emo band, no. but so question, what did, um, I don't know if we should get on into this, but I need to know you can cut it out later if you have to, what did brand new do? Oh, Jesse Lacey, um, uh, basically was like grooming teenage girls. No, always with this. I do not understand. Women your age exist. They are plentiful. There was um a really funny, well, funny to me because as an adult woman, it's funny. Um, <laughs> there was a funny TikTok that I saw the other day that a girl was like, "Oh, how dance moves to keep um punk pop punk dudes away at a show." And it was her. It was her just standing there, and it said "of age." <laughs> Can we make hoodies that say that? Nobody's gonna come near us these days, anyways. But I'm so into a hoodie that says "of age" to rock at shows. Yeah, just start all the fights, Amanda. Seriously, <laughs> but yeah. So um, yeah, maybe don't try to hook up with impressionable young girls everybody come on everybody jesus fucking christ it's just like one scene after another crumbling Mm -hmm. this was um this was a little while ago i think this one took place maybe um 2019 early 2020 Mm, i missed hearing about this one that Mm -hmm. sucks god you guys i fucking love brand new so that was really that was a hard blow yeah i'm a little sad right now (laughs) like uh i'm gonna have to not listen to them for a minute yeah give you guys a break um (laughs) done so our first match was a six-way scramble um oh but wait oh sorry yes we gotta talk about the real life emo boy (laughs) i did not get his name he sang two songs um Oh, oh, Zach. What was his name? Zach Overboard. Okay. uh, Yeah. Okay. Also, can I tell you that I love the fact that everyone throughout this evening felt the need to confirm that they are not an emo poser, which had me hysterically laughing every time they did it. Yeah. It's okay, guys. Like it's, it's all right. (laughs) Like emo's not for everybody. It's okay if you're not into it, but I don't know. I'm also at a point where I'm like, bro, I grew up punk and like every fuck, as soon as you put a patch on your fucking thing, there was a dude asking you to name three songs. So at this point I'm like, I don't fucking care. <laughs> yeah, it definitely, it, it kind of, it was funny because yeah, it, it definitely felt like the, that every, yeah, every dude felt like he had to prove themselves. <laughs> so it's like, it's okay. It's okay, bud. You don't have to. Fine. but also welcome to the world of being a woman into music so seriously oh he's know. from the band um man overboard okay i know that band but mm-hmm. i was not uh, not aware of any of his music although I, he had a line in that first song something about leaving something with his phone in his center console and i was fucking dying laughing <laughs> that's so good so good um also, I love that we just started emo fight night immediately with an acoustic guitar and a guy singing. Like, <laughs> way to set the tone for the entire show. Yeah. It was pretty Seriously. fantastic. So, okay, sorry. The first match is six-way scramble. Yeah, six-way scramble. Um, a lot of people in this match. Um, I I don't have the list of music, so that's going to be a little difficult. I know Amanda has some of the songs written down, but Probably. I don't have all I don't have all the the songs um, written down that everybody rock, walked out to. So, um, yeah, Matt Van. Okay, so here's the people that were in the match: Matt Vandegrift, Steve Sanders, Dante Leone, Chris Carter, Colby Carino, and Lucky Thirteen. Now, I remember Lucky 13, actually, he was the last guy because they were like, last yes. guy, last guy, last guy, or whatever, or one more guy or something. Yeah, because <laughs> he wasn't coming out and they rang the bell and they were like, no, there's one more person. Yeah, because there was, I this show did, did have its technical difficulties. It did. 
Um, we will say that. And his music didn't hit, but his I did know his song. Well, because he had the entire crowd singing along with him. And it was a starting line song. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh my God. The starting line. Don't even get me started on them. So um, the only other ones, it looks like I know. Okay. So Matt Vandergriff came out to My Chemical Romance. We already expected a ton of this. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what Steve Sanders came out to, but I knew the song. Okay. And then Dante Leon came out to Take Back Sunday. Okay. Nice great um and then the rest of them I have no fucking clue I knew the songs but for the life of me could not recall who was singing them yeah and I was having a hard time like hearing some of them yes but um well because the commentators were like talking constantly so welcome to the world of um I know okay everyone has their opinion on Kevin Gill um Kevin Gill just really likes to talk (laughs) and that's fine but it's hard when you like actually want to hear people's entrances yeah just continually to talk over them you're like just shut up for a second please (laughs) thanks anyway I really hope um someone makes like a massive playlist of just all the songs that were used that'd be really cool that would be rad alley catch can you do that please because i know you orchestrated like this entire thing this was yeah this was just an alley catch like event i don't know i think brett lauderdale was just like hey alley you want to make a show here you go yeah what do you want to do do you have any ideas put it together Perfection. Um, um it was a fun first match definitely there was a very cute like very in sync super kick that happened right at the beginning which was super fun mm-hmm. um there were so many DDTs and crazy flips. Yeah. It like, I swear to God, I just went, whoa, oh shit. Yeah. What the fuck was that? Like throughout the entirety of this pay-per-view, even I was doing mm-hmm. a lot of that. Like we had some fucking talent roll out for this one. Holy mm-hmm. shit. Holy shit. Also, um, I saw I'm Dante at the GCW live event I went to. So it yeah. was fun people i recognized like that was fucking rad Mm -hmm. i enjoyed that there's like sorry go ahead no 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 no. you're good there's like two others that i recognized that i wrote down i feel like everyone kind of in this match at least got their opportunity to kind of show off their stuff for sure also you know who am i to judge but i don't love the wrestling name lucky 13 I don't yeah and I don't know who I didn't know who he was yeah it was kind of me okay anyway also was it Dante <laughs> that came out with two masks on mm-hmm. I was like okay we got a mask and then he took it off and it was like oh shit another mask he was kind of scary too well and I'm like why do we have so many masks on just for you to take all of them off when you start wrestling I know he could have kept the second one on it would have been really creepy it was just very interesting i don't understand but you know i don't have to understand hey and he won he came out victorious. he did win i was pretty excited that he won he does some really cool like off the top rope flippy shit he does i like his hair a lot too his hair is very fun um (laughs) yeah so that would kind of set the tone at the beginning to kind of Mm -hmm. like uh come out with a bang um i was kind of shocked that the next match was so towards the beginning i don't know why i thought maybe Dang. they would save ali for like the end ish like second to last match yeah but um so the next yeah. one is uh gabby ortiz versus the more recently dubbed ali way yes aka <laughs> catch um i really liked so in theirs they had these had these huge screens behind them which was kind of cool um yes. I smacked my mic um Uh-oh. So they had these huge screens behind them and it said they were like three little tombstones and one said Alley Cat, one said Alley Catch, and one said Alleyway. She came out like in this like fucking clandestine shirt, which just took me back. And I was like, oh, well, and she had like tears drawn on her makeup. Yeah, she had (laughs) shit written on her hand. I was like, oh, God, I can't do it. Throwing me back to junior high and high school. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Um, and I love that she like 
put on this whole like emo sad girl persona the whole time it was pretty rad yeah and she like so she came out to um fucking from first to last oh god I don't remember what the do you know what the song's called I do not remember the song no, it, it's called remember. note to self right I think so I just I didn't yeah, even remember the band name self. I just remember going is this Skrillex yeah <laughs> <laughs> um pre skrillex days is yeah first to last, which i thought was like an amazing song to come out to because it's it's definitely got some hype to it it does did we consult the emo gods about from first to last is not considered an emo band right right from first to last is not an emo band <laughs> the fir- not- the first hit of the evening <laughs> yeah i'm not giving this up no they said also i didn't get to hear what gabby ortiz was coming out to because the commentators yeah i kept talking over it um yeah uh couldn't really hear yeah nope what she had come out to so sorry gabby we were trying to listen um the one thing i did hear kevin gill say was uh when um ali kind of had gabby like tucked in the corner Uh uh-huh because Allie does this thing now where she pulls knives on people. Um, yes. But they were saying how, like, how Gabby was very, like, Allie needs to watch her back because <laughs> Gabby's Puerto Rican. Dude. I, <laughs> I was like, Amanda predicted this. <laughs> I was laughing so fucking hard when he said it because I was like, them Puerto Rican bitches be crazy. Yeah. And I know this because I am a Puerto Rican bitch and I have pulled a knife on someone. <laughs> So like fact checking, it is true. Puerto Rican women are to be feared. Yes. And so yeah, when he was saying all that shit, it was like, oh my God, this is too funny. But also, yeah, don't say that shit unless you want to get cut because they will cut you. (laughs) They will cut you. I really liked Gabby Ortiz too. I thought she did amazing. She did pretty good. This is the first time that I have ever, that I recall seeing her. I feel yeah. like maybe I saw her at Ali Catch's Hot Girl Summer thing. Oh, okay. But I'm not 100% on that. I've seen her somewhere before, mm-hmm. but um, I actually got to see more wrestling out of her this time. Mm-hmm. But, you you know, like our girl was there. So I know, I know, I know. Like, I'm sorry. I, at this point in time, I can't even tell you exactly what it is about Allie Catch that gets me, but she's got me. I am such a mark for this woman. It's not even funny. And we need to talk about the brief moment where she used Gabby's arm as a microphone to sing Hawthorne Heights lyrics. So I know. Was- <laughs> it was so funny. Bro, funny, badass, like, and of all of all the songs to choose Hawthorne Heights was such a good one like just break like, out in Ohio is for lovers it was so great were you giving us some prediction of a certain Ohio person that you do not like that was going to come out later is that why you're singing a Hawthorne Heights oh my goodness I don't know I'm currently plugging them into the is this band emo <laughs> no (laughs) no and then my favorite part is the response is I feel bad but yes no (laughs) that's funny I just wish they would tell us what genre they are considered then that's the only thing about is this band emo that I wish there was more of okay Mm -hmm. they're not emo but then what are they yeah I am a person that likes labels it is part of my generation I apologize in advance (laughs) but labels are helpful sometimes yeah um anyway Allie ends up taking this yeah Allie ends up taking this one she kind of gets her gets Gabby in that Boston Crab that was so sick I love that move me too it's very fun um side note it's probably not a required comment but I liked the wrestling chones Allie had on this evening. They were a little bit smaller in the back. It was very nice for the viewpoints. <laughs> um, also, Gabby's studded belt was perfect. Yeah, she looks super makes, cute. It makes me want to go get a studded belt. <laughs> Seriously, there's some of these outfits I was like, mm, I want all the fucking hot some of that stuff. black. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was like, God, do you remember when every girl that was their favorite colors? Like my favorite colors are hot pink and black. My um screen name for a while because uh your girl used to change her screen name like she changed. I was gonna say my underwear, but um that's pro let's be real, you changed your screen name a lot. It's yeah, it's a sufficient <laughs> um for a second, my screen name was your hot pink nightmare. Oh, that's so, right. <laughs> always fucking ridiculous. Yeah, always with X's, always with like weird spellings of the word your. Oh, yeah. I don't know she why. Spell it properly. Why you are. Do you remember when people spelled by B-I-B-I? Like bye-bye. Oh so stupid. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, trash. Anyway, oh yeah, and um, <laughs> my very first screening was emo duck u oh eight. So, wow! Shout Dang. out my first screening. I think my first screening was eat your heart out. That was your first one. I think no, there was one before that. It was probably a Midtown reference, for sure. Oh my <laughs> god! Okay, side complete side note because I've been on TikTok <laughs> for like hours. Someone was talking about Gabe from Midtown, which, okay, Gabe from Cobra Starship. No. Someone in the comments said Gabe had another band that was not Cobra Starship. And I was like, you don't know Midtown? Yes, Midtown. What the fuck? Oh my God. This I almost is had a panic at- <laughs> This is where we're at. We only know Gabe from Cobra Starship at this point. Jesus Christ, kids! Research. I was like, wait, you Come don't on. know Midtown? Mid and Midtown was huge. Maybe not as huge as Cobra Starship, but they were like fairly well known in the indie scene. I didn't think Cobra Starship was that big. I'm gonna look up his Midtown email. I wonder if, well, because Cobra Starship like hit MTV and everything, which I don't think Midtown ever did. Yeah, they did. Anyway, we're not going to get in a fight over this. It's Are you fine. sure? Yeah. We might fight about it. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, fuck. I, can't, I love that. Gabe from Cobra Starship had another band. Yeah, motherfuckers. Midtown. Called and now fucking they all Midtown. Have, now they all have normal ass jobs. Yeah, except for Gabe. Yeah, well, I mean, I kind of figured. Yeah. Okay, Um. so the next one, or we get a slight, a different um musical performance by I'll be completely honest I fast forwarded through that <laughs> so wi- so Wicca phase um Wicca phase does Darby's theme but he was also in a band called Tiger's Tiger's Jaw okay yeah I'll I really like I really like Tiger's Jaw um I don't want to be mean but I don't know <laughs> I don't know what happened <laughs> Um, I, I, just, I, I saw know. a dude, I saw a dude with a microphone and then the DJ started playing a track and I was like, no, I'm out. I'm out. You don't even have an acoustic guitar. Get away from me. <laughs> um, hmm. so I just fast forwarded into the next match. Yeah. Um, so I really like Everett Connors. Um, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Why was the only thing the commentators talking about about him and his long distance girlfriend? I don't know. So I didn't understand that either because I was like, why is he so fixated on his girlfriend? Yeah, like there's wrestling happening, sir. I like, get it. He's in a long term, long distance relationship. He hasn't been able to see see her. COVID. I get it, but. That's all they talked about. It was they very didn't say strange. Anything about wrestling. It was like, very, very strange. It was, yeah. Um, I didn't like that because I actually really liked this match. I thought it was really good. Yeah. Um, I liked Dylan McKay a lot as well. I um, think I was rooting more for Dylan than I was Everett. Yeah. And well, people say so, Everett kind of has like a, a little bit of like an Orange Cassidy vibe to him. Oh, okay. Because he's kind of just like, like, okay, not to bring it back. So I have to stop talking <laughs> about Dan the Dad. 
not to bring it back to that, but um, there's an interview that he did with um, Dan the Dad on like glory days on high spots. Uh-huh. And um, he's just like a, yeah, he's like a very chill guy. Like he's just like, <laughs> okay, all right. Like he just, yeah, he's just got chill vibes. And right. I would, I like, I don't see him in the same vein as Orange Cassidy, but um, I think he's just like, yeah, he's just like a, a whatever dude. He's kind of that new school, like very meta of like I'm into wrestling because it's just what I'm good at and it's whatever and like we're <laughs> here to do whatever like yeah he's just like those kids that are in high school now okay. reminds me of my freaking nephew basically just whatever forever vibes basically yeah so um yeah I don't know but I did not like the fact that yeah Kevin Gill just kept talking about his fucking girlfriend his girlfriend's beautiful like I follow her on Twitter She's also a wrestler. But like, but like, do we need to hear about their fucking relationship? No, especially when there's actual wrestling going on. It was really weird. I didn't like it, but I didn't, I did not appreciate it. Especially um, with all the shit that happens after the match. Yeah, like we could have been using this time more appropriately, I think. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was weird. Um, I thought the match was really good. Um, I thought it was kind of cool because you had like the weird goth kid in, in Everett Connors versus Dylan McKay, which was like very, very Midwestern emo looking kid. Yes. Like, the flannel tight jeans and like a black shirt. I'm like, oh, this is kind of adorable. Like now we're mixing all our genres together. <laughs> he, Dylan also had like the best emo throwback hair. <laughs> yeah. It's very swoopy. It was, it was so great. I enjoyed that thoroughly. Also, Dylan came out to all time low, which I would not consider to be an emo band, but yeah. I knew the song, so I was excited. I'll take what I can get at this point. Yeah. So um, Everett beats Dylan, and then he gets attacked by Charles Mason, which anytime I see Charles Mason's name, I always think it says Charles Manson. It just goes there. I don't know why, but he's always like a suit, suit and tie kind of pervert looking dude pervert <laughs> that's what he looks like he's like one of those suit and tie looking i was gonna say like he gives me boardwalk empire vibes but yeah. per- pervert works too <laughs> what he looks like yeah he came out and i was just like okay mm-hmm. and then he had like two of the biggest dudes with him one could not stop touching his mustache like we get it you have an old-timey mustache it curls up at the end but they have this thing called wax now so that it stays in place and you don't have to fiddle with it every Mm -hmm. five seconds because that's all he did he just touched his mustache like i don't even think he put hands on Everett. He's just like just, walking around twirling his yeah, mustache. Yeah, just twisting the ends. <laughs> so gross. It was interesting. And then and he like called the crowd a bunch of babies for being emo and stuff. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God, okay. And then I'm the like, crowd was you like, guy, you have an acoustic guitar. I already know it. With that mustache, you have an acoustic guitar somewhere in your house. Shut yeah. up. And he put a bag on poor Everett Connor's head. I'm like, this is aggressive. So at first I got um, concerned, but then I saw Everett poke holes in the nostril part. Oh, so, sick. He's fine. <laughs> so he's fine. He lived, Although, he yeah, I was like, oh, he can breathe. It's fine. Meanwhile, if you did that and I had a breathing hole, I would still completely <laughs> lose my shit and have a panic attack. Yeah, seriously. Like, <laughs> um, yeah. So like good acting for Everett. Thank you for maintaining kayfabe. I would have broken it immediately and had a seizure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same. I would have panicked. Yeah. 100% would have had a freak out. So I guess we're but getting like, a, a, a match with them now. So I guess it was still just, even like Charles, the Charles Manson guy barely even said that much. He just talked a lot of shit and was like, you're all a bunch of babies. Yeah. Yeah, it felt forced. A little bit. Anyway, we'll just get up to the fact that then there was <laughs> DJ Nick Gage. Oh my God. Okay. 
I'm and gonna, the I best the- line of the night. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna say this. I fucking don't want to like Nick Gage. I don't. Why? I don't even have a legitimate reason. I just okay. like the guy's a little kooky. But that's not a reason to dislike him. Like every time I hear his name, I'm like, oh, okay, Nick Gage, cool. And then I just kind of get whatever. And then the minute this guy is given a microphone, I immediately fall in love with him all over again. Mm -hmm. Like he's just so fucking wholesome. It kills me. How is this guy doing? How is this the guy that's doing death matches and cutting people with pizza slicers when like, when you say shit like (laughs) everybody just be yourself everybody just be yourself and don't let anybody tell you to not be yourself also he always says like what up to his people on on his like prison block or whatever (laughs) and then he says like r.i.p to his brother and r.i.p to his friend and then like hey to his murder his mdk crew which is everybody because everybody's yeah. part of mdk <laughs> he just like me he has this whole speech and he always says it and it's always like okay yeah we know where you're coming from nick gage like we love you and we appreciate you and then he goes into yeah this whole speech about how you need to be yourself and you need to like not let anybody tell you not to be yourself and like oh and that mdk stands for you doing you yeah <laughs> Oh my god, it's so good. We're laughing because it's so good. Like it's just yeah, so I'm good. laughing 100 percent because this murder death kill fellow is just so fucking wholesome. Yeah. Like, like you would you would see this man and you would just see him be so scary, yet <laughs> just sweet gray boy. Yeah, like, he's not like he's an incredibly intimidating fellow and I'm sure like if I ever was near him in any physical proximity I would feel scary vibes but then he says shit like MDK stands for you doing you and you just be true to you and then you're just like what the fuck now I want to hug you because you're just so motivational (laughs) um so then he says oh god now play my chemical romance motherfucker (laughs) this man is like the least emo man in the entire world and he just like he just leaned into it it was so great (laughs) well because he came out to like his normal music when he first comes out so I'm like okay Nick Gage was not having any of this emo bullshit like (laughs) and then that came out of his mouth and I legitimately lost it like I'm fucking crying right now thinking about it seriously it was just (laughs) so funny Oh my god, it was amazing. And then he stops the guy. Yeah. He's like, stop playing the music. <laughs> and then he says something else and goes right back into like, okay, now play. <laughs> oh yeah. No, it was um be your motherfucking self again. Yes. Hey security guards, if you let in any haters, That's you'll get right. stomped out. <laughs> okay. And then hold on. Before we get to the next match. He turns around. He says something about like tonight's all about what? And then he turns around to face like the wall of TV screens. And I keep waiting for it to change from the MDK back to the emo fight thing. And Mm. I'm like, the screens aren't changing. Who are you talking to? Nick Gage. Yeah. What are you doing? And then finally I go, oh my God, he has a fucking emo fight t-shirt on. That's what he's fucking talking about. (laughs) So he was just showing off the back of the t-shirt, but because of the fucking huge TV screen wall, I was just like, what's fucking happening? And so then he introduces (laughs) and he says, emo boy, Jimmy Lloyd. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And okay, so we've talked about Jimmy Lloyd like once because when we covered another GCW match, he was on it. Jimmy Lloyd always looks like he has absolutely no emotion. Yeah, yeah. And this yeah. man, and this is what was <laughs> shocking to me. He is younger than 25. Oh. This okay. is who I was shocked about. Is he like 19? No, Jimmy Lloyd, I think is I think they said he was like 23 or 24. Okay still very young <laughs> let me see exactly how old he is <laughs> oh my but god he's, he's 22 
Oh my gosh. A fucking child. Um, and he's killing <laughs> himself. Okay, anyway. Basically, um, this tiny baby, was he even alive when my chemical romance was around? I I shouldn't say that. I almost spit take Amanda. Oh my god, I almost lost that water all over the place. Holy shit. Was he even alive? <laughs> well, he would have been what, like 10? Oh god, he was a small baby. Yeah. Uh, Jesus fucking Christ, that one got me so good. <laughs> How long ago was it, were those fucking albums? Like but 10, 15 only, years ago? So not only that, but he comes out and like full fucking black parade garb with the yeah. like marching band outfit and full fucking face paint it was and like you said like he cut I okay so I got to see him live at the GCW event and you nailed it when you're like he just kind of has no emotions yeah like it's you cannot tell with this dude he just comes out and it's like okay we're wrestling and he just kind of reminds me of like um like a 90s metalhead stoner kid yeah exactly like those are the vibes he gives off and then so like him him coming out the way he did I was just like what is happening yeah and then he came out and the whole crowd saying black parade and Nick Gage is just screaming at people to like yell sing it louder yeah <laughs> and it was just so silly anyway it was just really adorable and then when that music stopped and Effie came out he was just like let's give it up for Effie <laughs> Okay, I love that everyone just calls Effie daddy now. Like, yeah. amazing. Um, also, I I love that, like, Nick Cage even said it. Yeah. yeah. I'm dying. Nick Cage is too perfect. Like, mm-hmm. how are you so fucking great? You, like, I don't know. I think knowing that guy's backstory and like everything that he has gone through, he 100% could have backslid into a very dark personality and type of dude. And instead he's just like this adorable person. Well, I think he had everybody around him lifting him up too. Like they weren't going to let him fall again. So well, and he like accepted the help, which is huge. Yeah. So we love Nick Gage in this house. We do. Um, so at this point, okay, so Amanda was disappointed with Effie's choice. I was not because I, was. I am a big All American Rejects fan, especially I'm that first album. I'm a fan, but I thought Let's Effie was gonna the thing too. No, they're going they're absolutely going to say that's not a thing. Let's oh, consult yeah. is this emo. It's not an emo band. I'll let you in on a little secret. This is a pop punk. <laughs> Yes, it is a pop punk fan. It was a good, like, it was still a great entrance and he made it very fun and it was awesome. And his whole outfit was so, like, emo with the painted nails and the the mesh fishnet top and everything. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I just was kind of hoping for more of an emo band out of him. He also, his shirt that he replicated was one that I had, which was <laughs> a, um, it was a take on an Under Oath shirt that I used to have. Oh my god! That I stole from have my high school boyfriend. <laughs> have you seen the meme? <laughs> That's hmm. like, yeah, I listened to Under Oath, and then it like it's like <laughs> dude's bedroom, and it's like a, fu- a fucking full wall of Under Oath posters, and it's like an Under Oath bed set and everything. <laughs> like I was fucking dying laughing when I saw that meme. Oh my god. Because I feel like if you're into Under Oath, that's how into them you are. Like, yeah. There doesn't seem to be a middle ground. No, everyone loves Under Oath. Um. <laughs> still not an emo band but anyway yeah so everyone's screaming emo daddy at effie yes um his bleach mullet hair is such perfection with that mustache he is doing i don't know i like whatever's going on with him and matt cardona aka zach Ryder, is giving me life his bleached (laughs) mullet is like beautiful it's too good I, it's giving him just this weird power. It is. And uh, he's wearing more crop tops than ever. We approve. So, yeah, we 100% approve of dudes in crop tops. Mm. Um, I feel like Effie is turning into 80s horror 
characters. Oh yeah, in the, I can see. like in the old eighties horror movies, everybody's in a crop top, and yeah. like had crazy ass hair mm-hmm. and those mustaches. No, he's he's everything I could have ever asked for in a person. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. Um, this match was crazy. <laughs> this match was fucking nuts. Um, <laughs> you know, Christ. one point they're feeling. <laughs> like they really like okay they did both really play into this and at one point they did both pout in the ring and like kind of do the like i hate you yes and they got really pouty and like (laughs) and then they just went back to like hitting each other um effie did this thing where he got very close to uh jimmy lloyd's chest and was like rubbing it and putting his face on it Oh yeah, and then Kevin Gill said, "Like everyone needs a little physical touch or something." Like something oh, like God. that. Come <laughs> oh, okay, everyone likes and a little physical touch. Not I wanted to be like not everybody likes physical touch. Yeah. Um, I speci- yeah, like we specifically are people that are like, "Do not touch me, please." Yeah. If I need physical touch, I'll come to you. Too fucking funny. Also, I love that in every single match of Effie's, he rubs his crotch on people. Oh yeah, and he's been doing um Matt Cardona's moves lately. Oh, which is like even funnier to me. So he did like a, <laughs> I think the Rough Rider onto Jimmy Lloyd, and it was like, oh buddy, he has a move called Under the Rainbow, and I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. It's a sick move, and I love what it's called. It's just yeah. amazing uh effie might be one of those indies indie wrestlers that can just do no wrong for me yeah, like same you're phenomenal i love He's you just perfect yeah perfect in every way yep um this was fun i think that like okay so we're going into the intermission i think or, yes right yeah i think after this so effie wins yeah and then i think there was like the 15 minute intermission or whatever and oh, then we come oh, back wait. jimmy apologizes to effie oh did you see that part i think i might have missed it where was and then I? effie kisses jimmy lloyd oh yes i did see that yeah part. um everything everybody yeah i know <laughs> and then um yeah effie says fuck matt cardona and, and then the gauge <laughs> comes back and like puts them both over also which was like he's so silly um yeah but anyway um so we go into intermission so that was like the first half of the show. It was fun. It was. It was. There was a lot. A lot of emotion. A lot of stuff. <laughs> a um, lot of technical difficulties. Right. There's only two matches when we come back from the second half. That's the, correct. The scramble and then Jimmy Jacobs versus. Which was like a secret. Atticus. Nobody knew about. Oh. Oh, really? supposedly they were like oh my god this unsanctioned blah 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 match and i was just like okay guys we all knew it was coming come on yeah seriously um okay the second atticus came out i was like we're having a match (laughs) yeah seriously um well yeah because they talked about jimmy jacobs for like the whole week up leading up to this but anyway um okay so we come back and marco stunts on on the stage with his guitar with his guitar um okay this is gonna sound mean it's not meant to be mean it's just gonna sound mean probably because of the tone of my voice i don't want to see marco stunt playing a guitar i want to see marco stunt wrestling and doing flippy doos off of the top ropes and things like that um now that's not to say that he isn't talented and that he didn't do a great job on the acoustic guitar. It's just not what I show up for when I see Margot Stunt. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, he played a yellow card song and everybody was singing along, which was nice. And then he played Stacy's mom and I kind of lost it a little bit. Lost it in a bad way. Oh. You lost me when you started playing Stacy's mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I missed the first one because I went too far past the intermission. Oh, and okay. I was watching it on my phone, so it's so hard on Fight TV to like, like, pinpoint exactly. So I'm like, fuck this, it's fine. 
Um, and then once I heard Stacy's mom, I'm like, oh, I absolutely cannot. Sorry. <laughs> You're like, um, I'm done. But I've heard Marco play before and it's pretty like, it's good. Like he's, he's good. I know he's, he's doing stuff. So good for you, Marco. Getting out there doing, doing things. Well, and I was like, Scott and I were talking about this a little bit about the whole, like, it's gotta be nerve wracking when you're already fairly well known and then you come out, but you're doing something that you're not well known for. Like yeah. you so fucking nervous for that. I'm like, I'm nervous doing the thing I know how to do. <laughs> Seriously. Like, yeah, no, thanks. I'm cool on that. <laughs> Seriously. Um, okay. So this was the six man scramble. So, um, someone else was supposed to be in this so um alex zane was supposed to be in this but his flight was canceled so uh yoga ended up taking his spot and so i wanted to know what alex zane would have came out to now yeah it would have been aj gray came out to limp biscuit i was like sad and not sad all at the same time i think it was fine because in the emo like if you're emo and you have friends, you always are friends with like the metalhead kids too. AJ Gray <laughs> is like your older metalhead kid friend who's like, hey, I'll hang out with you, you fucking emo kid. Come here. Like, <laughs> so I think I thought it was fine. It was, it was a fun little like energy boost because what everybody what knows. Yeah, what is EJ Gray gonna come out to? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And like everybody knows the Limp Biscuit song, so you can always sing along to them. So yeah. it was kind of like a good energy boost leading into you know the last of the matches. Yeah. Um, my favorite was the commentator singing along the entire time. <laughs> Again, Gavin Gill, come on, like <laughs> just fucking killing me. Um. Tony Deppin was also in this match. He came out to the Get Up Kids. So Ashley, who absolutely hates Tony Deppin so much, can no longer hate him all that much because he came out to the Get Up Kids, came out to Mass Pike, which is one of my favorite bands. And um, he had glasses, which was kind of adorable, but I'm still not the biggest. I'll hate Tony him Deppin. for both of us. Thank you. Thanks. You can take my little ounce of hate. I'm not allowed to have Yeah. Him. The minute he came out, I was like, no no and then the Pandering. entire rest of the match i was just like no unacceptable <laughs> no especially with the whole like hollywood's favorite wrestler shut up this guy oh my god i said this last night and i feel a little bad but i'm gonna say it again this fool is straight up great value la night oh shit amanda's throwing that out there i'm throwing a lot of shade <laughs> those well, are just the vibes i get he's he's really really good at being really bad mm. like he's he's got that mjf like shithead way about him huh. but like apparently in real life he's as sweet as pie but like he's really good at making you hate him all right well so, then i guess job well done yeah because <laughs> i fucking hate tony Deppin. <laughs> um, um. Then we had Cole Radrick come out to hit the lights. Yeah. Which, again, not an emo band, but I knew the song, so I was excited. <laughs> I thought that was actually a really good entrance. I thought all of them had pretty good entrances. Yeah, I would agree. The For this, like, whatever the fuck kind of match it's called, what is it? Smash? Scramble. Scramble. Thank you. Scramble. I knew it was an S word. I'll get there. Um, <laughs> Smash. Um for this scramble i liked the entrances a lot more yeah me too felt more energetic um i don't know what yoya came out to but i couldn't figure it out either that motherfucker holy shit yeah holy shit he was a great replacement for the dude that couldn't make it like yeah holy fuck oh my god treehouse lee is treehouse lee he's, he's doing fucking exactly insane he was doing exactly what Nick Cage, Nick Gage told us to do, which was be ourselves. He came out in a fucking Phantom of the Opera shirt. He did. And he did. It was amazing. I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> <laughs> like, but he backed it up with some gnarly wrestling. Oh like, my God. Yeah. So I was like, boy, get it. Like, fuck, you're rad. I thought he was going to come out too. 
a Glassjaw song because he was using Glassjaw lyrics for his like promo stuff. But I know. Is Glassjaw an emo band? Or would they consider be a screamo band? Post-hardcore. Oh, okay. God. I want to be like, what is an emo band in the thing? And then tell me. Oh, do you want to know? I got one for you. Here, give me an emo band. Can you guess one? Can I guess one? Dashboard confession. Yes. That's not going to be an emo band. Watch it be like a... No, that's that is one. Oh, okay, good. All right, I got one then. Yeah. (laughs) Sick. Um, and then last but not least is Jordan Oliver, who comes out to a Green Day song. Not an emo band. (laughs) (laughs) And not a band that I can tolerate you coming out to on emo fight night. Like Mm-mm. for whatever reason, Limp Biscuit, I was down for this. Not so much. Mm-mm. A slow song does not make an emo song. <laughs> not in this home. Not in this house. Um, so then it pops off. It goes hard. And it's the craziest fucking scramble I've seen. Mm-hmm holy shit these dudes were flying all over the fucking place treehouse lee jumped from the top rope at one point and fucking i did he land on tony deppin no 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 no. he landed on yoya and was just i'm like did he kill that man <laughs> well and even yoya was like all mm. over the fucking place like a spider monkey jesus if i can see yoya and and treehouse lee in a is, has there been one just those two because that's what i want to see that would be a good match because they're both like on the level mm-hmm. as far as like stunt work we'll say mm-hmm. holy shit it was so oh, fast-paced yeah. yo he's like this big you guys can't see this but i'm making like the width that i can make with two fingers is how big yoya is i think they said he was five two yeah and he's 125 pounds jesus this guy weighs as much as one of my thighs weighs. Like, like you could fucking throw that man. And oh, AJ Gray was so rough when he was like picking him up and choke slamming him. I was like, you're gonna kill him. AJ Gray's lariat can like fucking kill you. Like, I thought he was going to just go through someone's chest with his arm. And so I saw AJ Gray against Lee Moriarty at that GCW event. I'm mm-hmm. sorry I keep bringing it up, but it's the only like other match gcw match i have as a reference Mm -hmm. and like this aj gray at emo fight was much more fun than aj gray versus lee moriarty Mm. which i'm like you're going against lee moriarty so i get it Mm -hmm. so it was fun seeing him in what felt like more of a comfortable setting for him well maybe he just had more people that he could um just you know fuck around with probably and yo again yoya probably the best substitute you could bring in that fucking dude he like did some crazy ass fucking flip with a person from the top rope and then was it deppin that came in mm-hmm. was it jordan oliver that came in and then fucking like flipped all of them yeah yeah it was like a big big old pile of boys it some of the fucking moves that were done in this scramble we're off the fucking chain seriously this match was sick as fuck and then um i oh treehouse lee won yeah the ending was kind of weird for me though it was a smidge odd yeah so like treehouse lee won but then we're playing another limp biscuit song yeah that didn't make sense for me either but everyone went nuts and like um i did like their little sing-along it was kind of cute it was a it was like a straight up karaoke party for Limp Bizkit. Seriously. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> and like everybody just stayed in the ring bouncing around singing along. It was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Too fucking funny. Um, um this, me okay, so do you want to cut to the main event? All right. This was Jimmy oh, This was also like a very strange main event. The whole fucking ending was weird. The whole fucking ending was weird. Jimmy Jacobs, I don't know who you are. You came out in a very flamboyant 
flashy cheetah print blazer thing with it was a like scarf. A, it was like a silver yeah. cheetah print, right? Yeah, it was odd. You just gave me major like Aerosmith of the VMA vibes. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Um, Allie Catch did his eyeliner. I know that much. <laughs> That's about all I have on Jimmy Jacobs because I do not know the background on this fella. Okay, so but he, he used, used to be out- like a uh, ring of honor dude oh okay so he was gonna come out and sing a song so we we're gonna end emo fight with a song yeah his song that he made a long time ago for his wife slash girlfriend i think <laughs> wife now i believe they're believe they're still together oh, okay i mean it seemed that way but i wasn't sure if it was gimmick or not me either i'm not i'm not really sure i am not up to date on my jimmy jacobs either oh okay so nobody knows about jimmy jacobs anymore (laughs) well i'm sure people do just not in this in this space currently if you'd like to tell us about jimmy jacobs please let us know you know how to reach us we'd love to hear it um so then like the music starts i swear to god five notes in he gets interrupted (laughs) yeah (laughs) by Atticus from 440 yeah okay and I think that's who uh Bussy fought at the GCW event I was at right I think so because I was like what's 440 I said it weird or something and you're like no it's like an area code oh yeah because you said 440 or something (laughs) that's right I said 440 and you're like no it's an area code (laughs) yeah so he goes like Atticus goes hard on Jimmy Jacobs though and is like, oh, you're, you don't probably don't even remember the lyrics. You're snorting Vicodin again. <laughs> Some, like, he shit. got rough. Just like crazy. And then they go at it. Jimmy Jacobs. Okay, Allie is also on commentary. And did you hear her when she was like, I know disappointment. My favorite band, Copeland, kick or like a uh, died. Died. I was like, oh, you're I I love you, Allie, but you're still a baby. And I know you said that your favorite band is Copeland, but like also how old were you? Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, it's a fine. You can have Copeland as your favorite band. I get it. Um but Allie Cat Allie Catch on commentary was probably my favorite part. Yeah. It, <laughs> she can she can stay on commentary. Um 100 percent But yeah, so fucking Jimmy Jacobs like kicks his sparkly shoes off and she's like, look, he took his sparkly shoes off. <laughs> to use as a weapon. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, also, so her, her hatred right. for Atticus was something fucking fierce. Yeah. Like she had a lot of shit talking to say. I was enjoying every moment of it because she can back it up. Yeah, seriously. Um, Atticus at one point bit Jimmy's toe. yeah it was fucking weird it was fucking weird and this was all like just a lead up so he could sing his stupid song yeah my favorite part is like the whole thing ends and then like the music starts and somebody hands him a mic and I was like oh oh we're go oh we are singing okay we're singing that's fine like what the fuck yeah and then the chick I guess that he wrote the song about his possibly current wife we're not a hundred percent um like oh well she comes into the ring and she beats up Atticus for a second mm-hmm. and then and then she's just standing in the ring getting this song sung to her mm-hmm. um which I have to imagine would be kind of awkward right mm-hmm. like I'm just gonna stand here not doing anything while you sing the song to me and, in front and he of, was like, like touching her and stuff. <laughs> oh. maybe it's just because they don't like to be touched especially especially in front of like all those people like no this is like a private thing (laughs) yeah okay she was a wrestler too oh okay well that makes sense why she came in did the move she did we probably could have just ended on the scramble and been okay yeah we really could have just ended on the scramble you could have just let jimmy jacobs sing his damn song it would have been fine yeah so yeah interesting Um, 10 out of 10 (laughs) fuck 10 out of 10 um i have two you have two okay i have two it's ally catch and effie 
Yeah. A hundred percent. Fucking crop top. It's good. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tempted to say mine are probably Effie and Dylan McKay. Oh, okay, okay. I like that word. Oh, I need to look up how young this man is, though, before I feel just <laughs> I've stopped even worrying about that at this point. <laughs> oh my god, Dylan McKay is also the name. <laughs> Dylan on 90210. I just remembered that. Fuck! Okay! That's what we thought. And I was like, no, I don't know. That's hilarious. Okay, so um, I asked Amanda what her entrance music would be if she had to have her emo music at emo fight keep in mind we are also gatekeeping ourselves because yes at least i know one of my bands that i picked for my entrance music is not an emo band amanda (laughs) um according to is this band emo neither of the bands that i picked are hell yeah (laughs) hell yeah um so I have two choices one of them is definitely not an emo band I know that but this album with these particular songs on it just has a very emotional feel so I went with it um the particular song is Wretched World by Converge okay now it's not your typical Converge music it's like slowed down dark gloomy doomy like it's so sick um and it's very fitting, I think. Does that mean we finally have a Converge song on the have podcast I not playlist? I don't think we have. I'm shocked I haven't put Homewrecker on there yet. Oh my God. What is wrong with me? I thought we've been waiting. Well, here it is, people. Finally, my favorite band ends up on the fucking... Oh yeah, I'm going through it right yeah, now. There no. Mm-mm. how i've put like 20 fucking data remember songs on here yeah i've been Sorry, waiting <laughs> and then i fucking throw them up for emo <laughs> that's amazing um they're very like they're a very hard band so it's funny yeah. that i'm throwing them for emo but whatever wretched world converge um and then my actual what i would consider emo choice is pin your wings down by copeland hell yeah specifically because the first verse i feel was written for me my name is in it and they are they wrote that song for me you can't tell yep. me anything else yep they did. i don't even know those people but they wrote it for me 100 percent um but they according to did. is this band emo copeland is not an emo band but oh. i guess there's been like a lot of fighting about it yep <laughs> So, uh, I feel as though it's up for debate and they are an emo band. Yeah. Okay. Mine. I can't wait for yours. Yours are going to be good. So (laughs) if I can set the scene for you, please set it. I will come out with a shirt that says, this is very controversial as well. Oh, I just want to say that. Does it say of age? (laughs) <laughs> it does not say of age. Uh, mine is I slept with someone in Fall Out Boy and all I got was this, this stupid t-shirt. Fuck yes. But I wanted to say I slept with someone in GCW and all I got was this stupid t-shirt. Ah! <laughs> so that's my first one. Not also Fall Out Boy's mommy Mo Um my second one is for Deathmatch, Ashley. Ooh, okay. Jimmy World Bleed American. Oh, well, like, yeah, of course you picked a Jimmy World song. And they are an emo band, so F everyone. They are an emo band. So, okay, so of the two of us, you're the only one that picked an emo band. Yeah. But I was actually, th- yeah, I was thinking about it for like a few days. And I was listening to Fall Boy's first album the other day. That shit oh. still slaps. Straight up, dude. Well, and then that's when we saw them at Chain. Yeah. I don't even think they had put that album out yet. The first one? Yeah. It was just the EP, right? I think so. Damn. Because my other one was going to be um, Pros and Cons of Breathing. So. Ooh, well, that's a good one, too. Yeah. <laughs> just an oh old, old school Fall Out Boy for you on this just kind of Sunday morning. 
I think we just totally aged ourselves because we were talking about Fallout Boy before they had an actual album out. <laughs> and now they're like huge. 2003. <laughs> God. Didn't they open for like a hardcore band? Um, yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. I they thought to- I remember that show being soups weird. We used to always see them with hardcore bands. That's right. I believe the first time we saw, we saw a Fallout Boy, it was with Falling Cycle. I would not be surprised by that. <laughs> and we have seen them with The Beautiful Mistake quite a few times. Jesus fucking Christ, The Beautiful Mistake. That's an emo band. That's an emo band. <laughs> I don't know Circle how. Parade fuckers. Light a match, Shug. Oh my God. <laughs> I just want. I just want nonstop t-shirts of song titles from emo bands. <laughs> That's all I want now. You should just make shirts that say freaking light a match. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Anyway, that's been emo fight with us. So that was GC Dub's emo fight. Thanks for time traveling with us back to our heyday. To the early 2000s. <laughs> Where me and Amanda used to go to shows at YMCA's and break into oh gymnasiums God. and steal shit. Okay, so that's it for today. That was GCW emo fight. Um, oh, tell us what your emo entrance music would be and we'll tell you if the band is emo or not. Yeah, if you really want to know. <laughs> I think at this point, I'm like, I don't even want to know if the band is emo. I just yeah. want to continue to live in my bubble about it (laughs) i just want to know what people's um what people's entrance music would be so just tell us i think it's fun yeah this one in particular was fun not just generalized entrance music like i want to know what your emo entrance music would be for sure tell us on instagram or tag us and we'll fucking we'll definitely get back at you seriously Um, please you can find us on instagram at how to talk wrestling pod and on Twitter at HTTW pod. And there's stickers and a button available at how to talk to your friend or about wrestling.bigcartel.com. Um, and I think that's it. New shirts will be up for pre-order after our anniversary because we're celebrating. <laughs> we're gonna go see Shane Smith. Which I'm just gonna like fangirl so hard on that. It's gonna yeah. be fun. So yeah, um, happy anniversary to us. Enjoy Woo! your guys this week. Hydrate, please. Um, send us your emo entrance songs. I'm very yes, interested now. <laughs> yeah, we'd love to hear it. All righty. Well, have a good one, guys. Yep. Bye. Bye. This has been a Countout Podcast.